to Architecting. I'm your host, Angela Mazzi. You made it. This is the landing pad for raw honesty about connecting your career with your purpose. I'm going to give you the tools you need to be an unapologetic advocate for yourself and others, because if you're here, you believe that the space we surround ourselves in matters and you're committed to project by project building a better world for all of us. If you're with me, let's get architecting. Bright lights, welcome to Architecting. And today we are going to cover a topic that is heavily trending, known as quiet quitting. So I kept encountering this in articles I was reading and workplace research I was doing and wasn't sure what it meant. Well, come to find out once I looked a little bit more into it, what it actually refers to is someone deciding that they feel overburdened by their workload and underappreciated So they are unilaterally deciding they're going to do less. Often that means targeting the bare minimum and just refusing to do more than that. So if you are feeling burned out, because usually what motivates the quiet quitting decision on someone's part is burnout, I wanted to take a little time today to tell you why this quiet quitting strategy is 180 degrees off. Do not do this ever. So you know, if you listen to episodes of this podcast, that I am a huge advocate of targeted, efficient work, that I do not believe in overperforming that I do not believe in working crazy hours. However, there is a huge difference between being very clear about what you want out of your career and asking for that, between having boundaries that you communicate to others and enforce by communicating, and the passive-aggressive undertones of quiet quitting. Because implicit in quiet quitting is that you didn't share how you were feeling with others, that you didn't propose an alternative way of working, that you didn't necessarily tell people that you were going to work a different way. You just decided on your own that you'd had enough and you simply weren't going to do what is expected of you. Now, what is expected may or may not feel reasonable or fair, but in that case, you need to have that hard talk. I have done podcast episodes on that, how to have hard talks, because we all like to avoid conflict, but avoiding conflict is not a conflict resolution strategy. It is really a very immature way of handling problems. Be clear on what you want and negotiate for that. Be an advocate for yourself. Also did a podcast episode on negotiation. 
So I will put links to those episodes in the show notes if you want to go back and listen to them. But always communicate and always communicate from that place of clarity and alignment with what you want and need. If you cannot be accommodated with what you're wanting and you feel like you've made a reasonable ask, then you need to consider maybe moving on. Should you stay or should you go? Well, the ability to have your career path unfold the way you would like it to is clearly a huge factor in that. So you don't know that. You're making a lot of assumptions and harboring a lot of resentments if you don't take the time for that communication. It is critically important It is how you function as a professional and as an adult. So don't passive aggressively just decide you're not going to do things. The other part of quiet quitting that I wanted to make sure to address is that it inherently signals a lack of interest and a lack of passion. Anytime you say, I'm going to do the bare minimum, no more, no less, it means you really aren't invested in the outcome, that you really have no curiosity, that you really don't see what you're doing as any kind of growth opportunity. And work should always light you up. It should give you energy, not deplete your energy. So... Something is very much out of alignment if you feel that level of apathy. So again, are you working at the wrong firm? Are you working on the wrong kinds of projects? Are you in the wrong role? Are you even maybe in the wrong career path? Does not have to look, of course, like working at an architecture firm. Maybe you could work for a contractor or a developer. You know, there's so many options here. If you feel apathetic, if you feel like it's pointless, if you feel like it's mindless, busy work, maybe your career path involves working for a nonprofit or working as a community liaison or working for an agency like USGBC or something like that. Maybe you're meant to start your own business. Maybe you're meant to teach. So career path is probably a really good sign that something is out of alignment and needs to change because we can't make it better if we don't make it aligned. And of course, that also involves having that talk, having that meeting where you come to the table, not just with problems, not just with complaints, but with insights, with solutions, with a plan of how you want to move forward. And that proactivity serves you in many ways. Because when you do the quiet quitting thing, anytime you do something passive aggressive, it's retaliatory. There's a lot of resentment and negative energy embodied in that action, such that every time you leave right at five on the dot, you're triggering all those emotions. 
every time you know you should investigate something, but you decide not to, you're triggering all those emotions. So not only are you stunting your career growth, not only are you wasting your time and your life because you're not doing work that's lighting you up and energizing you, but you're also keeping yourself in a negative state of mind, which doesn't serve anyone ever in any capacity. Not you, not your workplace, and certainly not your clients or the people that need to use the spaces that you designed. Now, if you caught yourself in quiet quitting mode, or you just really don't think you can do it one more day. You feel so burned out, overwhelmed, and stressed out. I wanted to let you know that I am here to serve you, here to help. I am a very seasoned professional. I have built the career I want based on defining success on my terms. And I am a very effective professional coach. So, If you'd like to schedule a discovery call with me, I have put a link in the show notes or you can email me at Angela at architectingpodcast.com. These discovery calls are totally free, half an hour, a chance just to, one, help you get a little more clarity about why you would or wouldn't want to work with a coach, and two, whether or not I'm that right coach because We have to find people that are a good fit with us. However, if you need coaching, even if I'm not the right fit, I definitely would encourage you not to suffer in silence, but to get the help you need. The work that we do as architects is so important. The built environment affects us spiritually, emotionally, mentally, and physically. So we can't afford to phone it in. We can't afford to be the waitress taking an order. We have got to stand in our power with clarity, be the informed expert, be the advocate, and really help to facilitate an understanding of how design impacts experience. That is what the architecting community is all about. It is part of the network we are forming with one another. And if you feel stuck, if you're not sure what your next step is, there is no reason to continue to suffer. There's no reason to dread getting up in the morning or feeling like a truck hit you because you have no energy or capacity left to deal with what's on your calendar today. I'm here to help you. I want to be your resource. So definitely reach out to me, get that free discovery call scheduled, And let's start planning your next steps to have the career you want to have, not the one you've ended up with by default. All right, everyone, take care. Love you all. As always, send any questions in and we could explore your questions on the air. 
Leave your insights on Instagram and tag me at architectingpodcast.com. Rate, review, and refer this podcast to anyone you know who might benefit from it. Love you all. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening. You made it all the way to the end of the episode, which means you are committed to making yourself a priority so you can be empowered to do the work you were called to do in the world. How amazing is that? If you would like even more content just like this, please remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. I would so appreciate it if you left an honest review too. Hey, I want you to know I'm here for you beyond the boundaries of this podcast. You can follow me on social media at Architecting Podcast or visit architectingpodcast.com to download some great free resources. Take care, everyone, and stay inspired.